We're going to be going to the book of Ephesians, the second chapter. And we're going to read uh, beginning at verse 4 down through the 10th verse for our uh, scripture uh, reference today. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 2 and uh, beginning at verse 4 down through the 10th verse. But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sin, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus." I want you to pay close attention to that seventh verse, because we will be reading that again, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches, riches of his grace. Hallelujah. Amen. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Let us pray. Lord, as we come today, we thank you and we praise you for this service. Thank you, Lord, for those that are here today. We pray for those that are not here for various reasons. And now, as we go to the word of life, I'm asking God for your guidance and direction. Let your anointing fall upon me, God, to minister. And also, God, let it rest upon the people's hearts who hear today that we might receive the good things from your word, that we might leave here changed a little bit different than we was when we came in today. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the church say, Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Praise God. By the grace of the Lord today, I want to speak to you on a subject titled, Living in the Riches of His Marvelous Grace. Living in the Riches of His Marvelous Grace. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, Thank God for grace. Thank God for grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, the Bible is filled with many marvelous subjects and topics which we can glean strength, wisdom, and understanding from. Guidance and direction, hope and encouragement, all can be gleaned from the many marvelous stories that's found recorded in God's Word. But the greatest teaching in all God's Word, as far as I'm concerned with, are those Scriptures which deal with the grace of God. Hallelujah. The most beautiful passages in all of Holy Writ are those which enlighten us on the benefits of God's marvelous grace. Hallelujah. Of all the sermons which have ever been preached, all the books that have ever been written, 
in all the Sunday school classes that have ever been taught, we have never even scratched the surface of uncovering the depths of the riches of His marvelous grace. Hallelujah. Now, I've talked a whole lot about grace. Amen. And we've dealt with it. Hallelujah. But there's a part of this that I want to share with you today that I hope and pray that will cause you to leave here with a little bit better appreciation of this grace. Because in a passage of Scripture that we have read, hallelujah, amen, it gives us something about grace, amen, that for me personally, I've never really thought a whole lot about, about, amen, but it ties the word riches, amen, connected with grace, hallelujah, the riches of his marvelous grace, in fact, it's going to take eternity itself to unfold all the riches of his marvelous grace. Hallelujah. Notice how that focus text, Ephesians 2 and 7 reads, amen, as he puts that up there, that in the ages to come, think about that, that in the ages to come, that's talking about eternity, folks. Hallelujah. The ages to come, he might show the exceedingly riches. Amen. Now somebody might talk about the, uh, the riches of somebody down here. But now the Bible is talking about the riches of his grace. And that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us. It's going to take all eternity for God to show you how rich his grace is. We think we know a little something about grace. We don't know nothing about grace. It's going to take the ages to come. All eternity. Amen. For us to begin to uncover the riches of the grace of God. And that ought to make us appreciate that all the more. Can somebody praise Him? Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, one or two you praised Him. Hallelujah. 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 The ages to come. It's going to take eternity. Amen. It's going to take all eternity itself to unfold all the riches of His marvelous grace. I want to talk a little bit about that today. Amen. That we might leave here with a little bit better appreciation. Amen. About this grace. Amen. And the riches of it. Hallelujah. What are the riches Amen of His grace. Hallelujah. If it's going to take all eternity for God to expound to us the riches, there's no way that I can deal any kind of justice at all. Amen. In 30 minutes or 40 minutes uh, in a sermon today. But I want to enlighten us just a little bit about three areas about this grace. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a very important uh, to us. Hallelujah. Amen. And the first one is that I want to talk about today that grace separates us from past sins. Hallelujah. Grace separates us from past sins. Don't have nothing to do with you turning around and walking off from them. If you just try to turn around and walk away from your past sins, I promise you they'd follow you. 
I said they'd follow you. Because there's going to be always somebody going to, going to do their best to try to remind you of something you used to do. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. But the grace of God separates us from past sins. Now, <coughs> there's a scripture that we hear quoted all the time. They've even written all kind of songs about it. But, and we've quoted it and we've quoted it. But I can't remember when the last time I've even heard it read. I can't remember, amen. Uh, and, and I had to look it up. I had some take, take some time to look up where uh, that it is. But grace separating us from past sins. We go all the way back, amen, to a man in the Old Testament who experienced the grace of God and he needed the grace of God very much so in his life. We go back to Psalms chapter 103 and verse 12. And this is what it says. As far as the east is from the west. Amen. Like I said, they've written all kinds of songs about it. Hallelujah. Amen. We quote, quote it all the time, but right here is where it speaks it in the Word of God. Psalms 103 and 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. You tell me you don't appreciate grace? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The riches of His grace? Hallelujah. As far as the east is from the west. Amen. That's how He's removed our transgressions from us. That is what I'm talking about when I talk about the marvelous grace of God. The riches of His grace. Let me try to bring it down in, in terms that, that the young people today will understand in this day and age. In today's technological world of computers and smartphones, and by the way, I've, I've had so much problem with smartphones, I'm ready to throw mine away and get a dumb one again. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But in today's technological world of computers and smartphones and so forth, most everyone knows the headache and trouble that comes along when a virus or what they call Trojan horse invades your hard drive. <coughs> I've had a problem on personal computers. We had an issue right here in the church with one that we bought brand new when we first moved in here that caused an awful lot of problems. Amen. Everybody today now, 10 years ago, wouldn't nobody know what you're talking about. Uh but today everybody knows that and that 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 uh, that deals in this era these this modern technology and a uh, man it can be a, it can be a real headache and a real trouble uh, when a virus or trojan horse invades the hard drive but let me tell you something church i said that to say this sin in your life is like an old computer virus that will mess up every good thing you got going on in your life Come on now. Hallelujah. I mean, that computer, if, when it's working good, I mean, it can, it can be real good and you can do a lot of things with it. Uh, uh, I mean, and everybody's got, gotten used today. If you need to find out something, just Google it, you know, 
Amen. I mean, everybody knows uh, knows about that. But man, when it, when the virus gets in or a trojan, I mean, it just mess up the whole ball of wax and everything's messed up. Amen. But sin in your life, it works the same way. It's like that old computer virus that will mess up everything you got going on in your life. But one of the beauties, come on, somebody help me now. But one of the beauties of the riches of His marvelous grace is in the fact that sins are removed and totally deleted from the hard drive of your life. Oh, hallelujah to God. That's what I'm talking about. The beauty of the marvelous grace of God. We got that virus of sin going on. The past sins in our life. Amen. That will mess up everything and bring us all kind of pain and hard drive. Amen. But when the grace of God comes in, it deletes it all. It clears it. Hallelujah. That's one of the beauties of the riches of His marvelous grace. Hallelujah. You, you become fresh and renewed with no remembrance. Now this is the greatest, greatest part about it. All the sins. And everybody's got things in their life that they just soon to not remember. Things in their life, amen, that haunts them. But I'm talking about the grace of God today that will come in, that will delete everything, cast it as far as the east is from the west, and you become fresh and renewed with no remembrance in the mind of God that you ever sinned or did anything wrong. That's the beauty and the riches of grace of God. It's not in the mind of God. It's not in God's memory because it's been eradicated. It's been deleted. It's been wiped clean. Can somebody say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking about grace separates us. Amen. From the past sins that we don't have to walk around with it like being a shadow hanging over us. Hallelujah. Thank God for that grace. Thank Him for that grace. But then, not only does the grace separate us from past sins, something that comes right along with that grace justifies us in His sight. I said grace justifies us in His sight. Now, I want to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. I'm going to read verses 9 through 11. And I've chosen the New King James Version to do this because it brings out clear and plain everything so everybody won't have no doubt everything he's talking about. Listen to this. He says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Gives that question there. Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, no homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, no covetous, no drunkards, no revilers, no extortionists will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. Wow. But what happened? You were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. That's why Paul wrote in another place, 
Who has that got the right to bring any kind of accusation against God's elect? Because it's God who cleanses. It's God who justifies. Hallelujah. Nobody in the world got any right to accuse you of anything because you have been justified in His sight by grace. Oh, hallelujah. I, I, I feel that right there. My Lord. You know, the word justified is a word you might not give much thought to. Maybe you don't think a whole lot about the word justified. Amen. And all its implications according to the Scripture. We might not think about it much. But being justified or justification is very important with your relationship with God. In fact, without justification, you don't have no relationship with God. Amen. Unless you've been justified, you don't have a relationship with the Lord. Amen. It don't happen. It's impossible. It's an impossibility. Because the Bible teaches we all were born alienated from God because of the sin within us. There was no fellowship between you and your creator. My, my. Justified means you have been placed back into a right standing with God. Think about that for a moment. Justified means you have been placed back into a right standing with God. And church, grace is the only thing that can achieve that. Grace is the only thing that can achieve that. You can't live good enough to achieve it. You can't bargain your way in it. Hallelujah. Only grace, when applied to your life, will justify you in His sight. Without grace, it ain't going to happen. It can't happen. Now, let me, uh, I got to thinking about this. And about putting back, being put back in a right standing. And, and, and doing that in terms of our relationship with the Lord. And I wondered, I said, Lord, what's an illustration? What's an illustration that I could use? And I got to thinking about being placed back into a right standing. It's kind of like when a person gets too many bad marks on their credit report. You have all, you have problems, you get all kind of bad marks on your credit report, and then something happens, you get, you need a loan. Well, it's kind of hard to come by because you're considered a credit risk. Come on. And that's when you find out that that credit report and that credit score it's kind of important. But because you got some black marks, amen, and no matter what you need or what the cause of it, you go to this one or that one, amen, it don't do any good because you're considered a credit risk. Hallelujah. Well, listen, church, all of us were born a risk because of the black marks of sin in our life. Hallelujah. Amen. But the riches, follow me now, 
But the riches of God's marvelous grace came along and said, Hey, I'll take the risk. Listen, I'm about to cry. I've been there. I've done that. I know what it is. Hallelujah. I remember the time. Sorry, can't help you. Sorry, can't help you. Amen. I've been there. That's why people, Lord of mercy, just this past, uh, past week, um, I had to go and our refrigerator freezer went out. And uh, had to go purchase one, and uh, because <clears throat> the com- compressor gone, it wasn't worth fixing. But <clears throat> I can remember years ago, had a refrigerator go out. I couldn't, I couldn't go to no nowhere and buy one because I, I was considered a credit risk at the time. I had some issues and some problems. Because of when uh, one of the kids was born, didn't have in church. That's when Jennifer spent uh, a couple months uh, uh, in the uh, um, intensive care at Vanderbilt and didn't have no in church and everything. And man, those things just dumped on us. And I had to go to one of them rent to own places, which makes you have to pay about three times as much more than what the refrigerator is worth. Come on. But as time goes on, and through the blessings of God and getting things worked out and everything, went down, went down to a place, picked out what we wanted, signed it on the line, and said, we'll get it delivered to you. But without, without that, it can't be. But I said all that to say this. We were all born with black marks in our life because of sin. Nobody willing to take the risk. But the grace of God come along. Come on, somebody. The grace of God come along and say, hey, I'll take the risk. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hey, I'll take that risk. I'll place you in a right standing with God. Hallelujah. That's why we're justified by grace. Hallelujah. Grace of God came along, took the risk for you. Amen. Took the responsibility for you. Hallelujah. When you wasn't worthy on your own. Come on, somebody. You're not hearing this. Hallelujah. The grace of God said, I'll take the risk. I'll place them in the right standing with God. Hallelujah. Grace justifies us in His sight. Somebody, I heard somebody say, well, I don't understand how God could love us so much to do what He did. But church, when God looks at you, he don't look at you what you are, but he looks at you through the eyes of grace, which shows you the end fact, hallelujah, what you're going to be in Christ Jesus. And that is enough to make us rejoice and give him the praise and the glory. Hallelujah to God. So grace separates us from past sins. Grace justifies us in his sight. 
There's one other point that I want to bring out, amen, in this message before I close today. The third thing is grace helps us in the time of need. Everything that we receive, folks, it comes by grace. It comes by grace. How many people has ever been healed? Let me see your hands. That healing come by grace. It didn't come because you deserved it, but it come by grace. I've told this before. been a while, but I remember years ago of the old church <coughs> preaching a revival for Brother Hale. And I don't remember who it was now. But somebody was coming up to the altar. They come up every night seeking for the Holy Ghost. They wanted the Holy Ghost. Which, by the way, for those of you who don't have the Holy Ghost, that's the only way you're going to get it. You're not going to get it sitting back in your seat. Amen. You got, you got to ask God for it. You got to pray. You got to praise Him. You got to give Him glory. And this person was coming up and praying, asking God to be filling with the Holy Ghost. And praying couldn't seem to get nowhere. And I remember one night they were praying and several people was gathered around and praying. And I was standing, I think, on this side of them over here. And they were crying and praying. <coughs> and I overheard them say, Lord, please... Fill me with the Holy Ghost because I deserve it. <laughs> Something got a hold of me in my spirit. I said, whoa, that's the issue right there. That's why they hadn't got it yet, and that's why they're never going to get it until they realize that the Holy Ghost, like anything else, comes by and through grace. Nothing that you receive from God, you receive because you deserve it. I stepped down, and uh, best I can recollect, I just, I just stopped uh, everybody from praying. And uh, a lot of times we, 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 we go on with people sometimes that you shouldn't be doing it. Why in the world should we waste our time, waste God's time and somebody else's time by going through situations that it's not going to work from the get-go? Hallelujah. I mean, let me give you another example. If, if somebody's coming up here uh, uh, seeking the Holy Ghost or they're, they're wanting to get healed for something, and, I, and I've had it happen, and listen, don't think it's mean or harsh or cruel. You, if you're there praying for somebody to get the Holy Ghost or you're praying for them to get healed, you're there to help guide them. You're a coach. Amen. You're to help them to receive whatever they, and you're an altar worker and you're working on the altar. <coughs> you're supposed to help coach them into doing what they need to receive what Amen. That they need. And, and I woke up and a lot of times people come and, and, and I realize sometimes they don't even think nothing about it. And it ain't nothing about bad, whatever. But it's been several times I woke up with somebody seeking for the Holy Ghost or wanting prayer for something else. And I look at them and they're standing there with their hands up and they're just doing nothing. I'm not going to pray for nobody 
for one, for one second that's standing there chewing gum 90 mile an hour. What I'm going to do is tell him, I'm going to get, get some tissue, I'm going to stop him and say, spit the gum out first. It's a waste of time. It ain't going to happen. Hallelujah. So I walked down to that person and stopped everybody from praying, and I whispered in the ear, and I said, you're praying the wrong prayer. Quit telling God to fill you with the Holy Ghost because you deserve it. Because you, me, nobody else in this place deserves it. We get it by grace. I says you got to come to that realization that everything you receive from God, you get it by grace. What does grace mean? It means unmerited favor. Unmerited favor. That individual stopped praying like that, just began to open up their heart and worship God and tell God how much they love Him and appreciate Him, and it wasn't five minutes they were speaking in that heavenly language. Hallelujah. Everything that we receive from God comes by and through grace. So grace helps us in the time of need. I want to share with you Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Listen to what he says here. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace. Notice that. Find grace to help in the time of need. Church, grace also grants you access to the mercy of God. Hallelujah. The blessings that we receive from God comes through His mercy. And it's grace that gives us the access to that. Hallelujah. Grace also grants you access to the mercy of God when you struggle or have a need. <coughs> and listen, everybody, everybody will come to the place where they need help at some time in their life. Hallelujah. Everybody will come to a place where they need help. They just can't make it on their own. But grace allows you the privilege, oh glory to God, to boldly approach the throne and ask God for the help you need when you need it. Hallelujah. The riches of His marvelous grace. It grants us Access that we can approach that throne. Amen. And that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. It don't matter what the need is. Whatever the need in your life. It's grace that helps you get that and receive that when you need it. Hallelujah. Amen. And we come to that throne. And notice what he said. Boldly come to the throne of grace. We don't have to be feel ashamed, folks, to ask God for something when we need it. We don't have to feel ashamed. We don't have to feel embarrassed. Amen. And you know what? We don't. We need. We need to get the pride sometimes out of the way. 
There's a lot of people from time to time need some help in different areas of their life, and just simply pride keeps them from humbling themselves enough to ask for help. Amen. It's a truth anyhow. Hallelujah. Amen. We have this access because of grace. So let us therefore come boldly, don't come ashamedly, amen, or feel bad about it, hallelujah. Glory to God, when I was a kid at home and I needed something, amen, there never was a time that I would feel bad about going to daddy and ask daddy when I needed something. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, if I, if I needed something, amen, I would, I, 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 rem- I remember, let me, let me share you this also, and, I, and I'm winding down, we're fixing to close, but I, re- I remember when, uh, it'd be getting close, getting close to Christmas time, and uh, uh, it didn't bother me at all. Uh, by, uh, just a few weeks before Christmas, there would be that old uh, Sears Roebuck catalog come in the mail, and I'd grab that thing and I'd turn it where all the toy sections was, you know. And uh, I didn't have a bit. I'd get me a piece of paper and I'd get me a pen. And I'd start going through there and I'd start writing down. Oh, I like that. I want that right there. And boy, I'd just walk right up to mom and dad and say, here you go. Here my list. I didn't have a problem doing that. And you know what? When I got a need spiritually and a need from God, I don't have any problem going to my heavenly father, bowing my head, talking to him, Lord, I need you to move on this behalf. I need you. That's what prayer is all about. Hallelujah. That's what going before God is all about. And that's God has given us that privilege through grace to achieve whatever it is that we need from him. Hallelujah. So, This grace, it's time that we learn to live in the riches of His marvelous grace. That we can bask, amen, in those things that can only come to us through grace. Hallelujah. I've talked so much about that. There's really only one song to sing as we close this thing out today. I want everybody to stand up, please. If there's anybody who needs prayer... If you got a need, don't feel ashamed. Amen. Come before the Lord. Obtain mercy to find the help that you need for the need that you got going on in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. God has already told us that He would take care of that if we would trust Him. If anybody.